0: Joseph Lister was said to have been a gentle, shy, unassuming man, firm in his purpose because he humbly believed himself to be directed by God. He was uninterested in social success or financial rewards. Well, I just have to stop here. But the reason I decided to start with this description was that it really got me and made me think of how a few parents should tell their children stories about great people that walked this head and their humble and selfless characteristics, so they don't end up growing to follow the majority of misled crowd in this century and their lost values. What's up fam, welcome to episode 14 of HMIH podcast with Damilai Mapa. Like I captioned this episode, you know easy. I meant being consistent isn't easy, but we just have to move. So today's history's most influential human, Joseph Lister, was born on the 5th of April, 1827. He was the second son of six children. His father, Joseph Jackson, was a scientist and port wine merchant, who was also a pioneer in the design of achromatic object lenses used in compound microscopes. (laughs) And he spent 30 years perfecting the microscope. You know, it's funny how some people spend a significant amount of their lives building things so many people never know the extreme what today. Oh well. When Lister was older, he attended Groove House School in Tottenham, studying mathematics, natural sciences, and languages. His father made him learn French and German, which made him understand Latin also i really feel parents should normalize learning languages when their children are young because it's a big advantage and it's easier when they are younger so listener became really interested in natural history from an early age he was fascinated by the dissection of small animals and fish and studying them under a microscope he developed the passion for microscopical research just like his father but his main aim from the young age of about 16 was to become a surgeon. He went on to study arts at the UCL Medical School since he wasn't able to attend Oxford or Cambridge because of some tests. Mm. He graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree with honors in Classics and Botany in 1847. And in October 1848, he registered as a medical student and graduated with honors as a Bachelor of Medicine in 1852. Lister then moved to Edinburgh in September 1853 to work as an assistant to James Syme, who was said to have been the greatest surgical teacher of his days. Their first meeting was at Syme's house, and that's where Lister met his future wife, Agnes Syme, the daughter of his ogre. What a coincidence! Agnes Syme, who was also in the medical line, later got tired of medical research after their marriage and decided to be her husband's partner for the rest of her life. He loved. Lister wasn't actually considered as an exceptional surgeon, but his innovative yet highly opposed research in bacteriology and infection in wounds revolutionized the success in surgeries all around the world. And interestingly, his discovery wasn't quite a rigorous one, but a simple preventive method that turned out increasing the chances of successive surgery. Up until Lister's studies in surgery, many people believed that chemical damages from exposure to bad air was responsible for infections in wounds. And they didn't believe in the jam theory proposed by French chemist Louis Pasteur, which said that bacteria and jams caused infections and diseases. So during surgery, surgeons never washed their hands and equipment, thereby exposing them to dangerous microscopic organisms surgeons of the time even took pride in the stains on their unwashed operating gowns as a display of their so-called experience which was actually costing precious lives without them knowing while lister was a professor of surgery at the university of glasgow he discovered louis Pasteur's paper showing that food spoilage occurred under anaerobic conditions if microorganisms were present and suggested three methods of elimination of these organisms which are Exposure to it, filtration, or exposure to chemical solution. Lister believed some of these same organisms were responsible for infections during surgeries. And since the methods of filtration and exposure to it were not applicable to surgical procedures and treating of wounds, he decided to find a chemical solution that would serve as an antiseptic during surgeries and wound dressing in order to eliminate these organisms that are extremely fatal. In 1834, a man called Ferdlib Ferdinand Drunge discovered phenol, also known as carbolic acid, which Lister suspected to be an adequate disinfectant because it was used to ease the stench from fields irrigated with sewage waste and he knew it was safe for human use because animals that grazed on the land after the addition of carbolic acid seemed really fine. Lister tried out his new method of using antiseptic in the wound of a 7 year old boy who had sustained a compound fracture and after 6 weeks, it was amazing that the boy's bones had fused back together. (laughs) This was actually surprising at the time. He then published his success in a series of 6 articles from March through July 1867. Lister instructed surgeons to wear clean gloves, wash their hands and instruments with carbolic acid, which immensely impacted the outcome and survival rates of surgeries. Although Lister's method was widely criticized and antagonized during its initial discovery, it later became a revolutionary discovery that saved lives all over the world. In 1869, Lister succeeded Syme, his father-in-law, in the clinical surgery at Edinburgh and those years were the years he and his discovery started gaining massive fame. In 1877, he moved to King's College in London and developed a method of repairing kneecaps with metal wires. Wow. And that was his major official dedication until he retired after his wife died from pneumonia 4 days into their spring holiday in Rapallo, Italy. How sad. Lister himself died on 10 February 1912 at his country home in Walmart, Kent, aged 64 without a child but living a life of exceptional honor and achievement. You know, in this current century, we complain and are afraid when we hear doctors tell patients they would need to undergo surgery. But if only we knew that surgeries done up until the late 19th century were widely counted as an almost sure death sentence until the major intervention of Lister's antiseptic method. And especially the fact that bacteria must never gain entry to an operation wound, which remains the basis of surgery till today. And that's why Joseph Lister is known and would always be known as the father of modern surgery. And that's it on today's episode of HMIH Farm. I really hope you learned something because I learned a whole lot from researching, even though it was really tiring. See you again on the 26th of December, Farm in episode 15 peace